When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's time to start the podcast. It's time to hit the mics. It's time to hit the podcast and get a million likes. Welcome to episode seven of Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs. Yay! Yay! We want to remind you to like this podcast, share this podcast, because if you don't, we're going under, and that'll be that. P-Jug's voice sounds a little deeper today. That's because today... P-Jug is a man. This is not a transgender man, uh, at least that I know of. Although last week, if you heard episode six, we did have a drag nun on, which was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, Her name was Sister Tasha Salad. When you're dressed as a nun, you can have a heck of a lot of fun. So welcome to the show, P-Jug. This is your first appearance, right? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Moon. And then uh, what part of town are you uh, in uh, right now? Yeah, we're, uh, I'm up in uh, Brooklyn Center, so, you know, if you're told to duck, you do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then uh, Hobbs, where are you at? Beautiful Jordan, Minnesota, home of the Mini-Met. They have a nice baseball field out there, like American Legion and stuff like that, so they have a nice little little Mini-Met, they call it. Have you ever been down to Meesville? Meesville? Meesville, Minnesota. Where's that? It is south of Hastings by about 20 miles. The reason I bring it up, they have a double-A baseball team, the Meesville Mud Hens. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the, and they've got this beautiful stadium, and it is out in the middle of nowhere. And if you want to go there, uh, make sure that you go right across the street from the stadium to a place called King's. They have over, uh, I believe, 100 burgers on their menu. And all of the burgers are named after baseball things, like the Grand Slam, like the Stealing Home or the whatever it is. Uh, You can get peanut butter on your burgers. You can get eggs. You can get whatever you want. I mean, it's really a great place. The burgers are like five, six bucks. And you can get uh, a chocolate malt or a milkshake in an old mason jar. And those things are outstanding. And I used to talk a lot on the air about Meesville. And people would think, where the hell is Meesville? Right? (laughs) But, I've never heard of it. <laughs> yep. Just take off like you're going to Lake Pepin, you know, outside of Red Wing or whatever. Let's go into a little bit about how you and I uh, hooked up. You know, I used to work at a radio station, KS95, and there was uh, somebody that worked there. Her name was Tiffany Norton. We called her Bangs on the air. And yep. Bangs has been on the podcast a bunch of times. And here's the thing. One of you two, Bob's actually does stand-up comedy but it's not really stand-up because you have no legs. I actually started off by, you know, by telling people I, I'm a stand-up comic. You know, you get, you, you know, you get the laughs. I tell them, 
you know, insert your joke here. But I tell them the reason I need to tell you I'm a stand-up comic is because I don't want you guys to think I'm a bad magician assistant and screwed up on that one trick with a box and a saw. And that's all I can legally say. So, um, yeah, so I, I go around and do open mics and sh some shows. And I have met Bangs, as you call her. I've met Tiffany um, out doing comedy and that. So um, I reached out to um, to her and, you know, she said, well, he's a handful, Mark. You really sure you want to? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, she said, yeah, I can get you in contact. And then, yeah, then you 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 got a hold of me. And now we've got a train coming through beautiful Jordan, <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah, so that's that's how we met. I wanted to bring up too uh, the fact that you guys host a show on YouTube and it's called Disability Channel Minnesota. Is that correct? That's us. Uh, we started this venture, oh, almost a year ago now, back last August. We get a bunch of people in who are in the uh, disability realm of the world and we talk about what they do and what programs that, uh, are open to them and We've had some uh, pretty fun guests over the past year. So how many episodes have you guys put together already? Because this also airs on cable channels around the Twin Cities. We do these interviews and we put them on our YouTube channel, Disability Channel Minnesota. But he edits them into 30-minute shows. And then we show them on community access like MCN6, Minnesota Community Network 6, which is broadcast on Channel 6 on all cable systems in the Twin Cities. And we use the studios of CCX Media up in Brooklyn Park. And they cover like nine cities up there in the Brooklyn Park, Osseo and that area. So our show is also seen there and that. So we're trying to branch out also. And then of course you do Zooming with Moon. That's a whole nother deal. That's just where I pop on their podcast and just act like a fool. And then make us sound like a fool because you ask us, trivia questions where um i get one right charlie might get two or three right so we know the brains of the operation here that's we I, we've always known that so tell us about your disabilities because i uh, have ms and i am full-time wheelchair I've been that way for you know three years before that it was you know the the standard uh, ramping up to the wheelchair i had the you know, the scooter and I had the walker and I had the cane, I had the hurricane. I remember uh, driving to work uh, before I had my hand controls in my van and my leg didn't work, my right leg. So I would literally pick my leg up with my arm and I put it uh, on the brake or on the gas as needed. <laughs> and I drove in rush hour traffic like that for two years. Right? For two years? Oh, for two God. years. Well, I was cheap, man. You know, Disability vans are like, you know, 40, 50 grand for a used one, yeah. uh, which is crazy. And yeah. uh, then you got to add hand controls. That's about four or five grand. So uh, so tell us about your disabilities. And then people can understand when I say, I, I'm hanging out with these two guys with no legs. Well, I was born screwed up. Okay. So, uh, my, my legs were like, you know, massively deformed, low, below the knee. You know, nothing going on. So... I had the uh, pleasure of spending 16 straight months in a hospital at uh, Schreiner's Hospital over in St. Paul there, getting my lower legs amputated. So basically, I've been moving around on my arms for all my life. Same progression you had, Moon. Uh, when I was young, I could walk on my hands everywhere, no problem. Then, you know, 
have to move the wheelchair when you go shopping, things like that. And then now you're in it full time. And now when I go out the door, I'm in a scooter. The progression of age really does suck. My dad always says, you know, whenever you retire, uh, it's great. You get to travel from one doctor to the next. Got that in spades, man. <laughs> and then how about you, Hobbs? Yeah, for me, my um, disability is pretty rare. It's called caudal, C-A-U-D-A-L, regression. And basically what, what takes place, I actually have two legs. They're small in size and they're crossed. So like if you were to sit on the floor with your legs crossed, that's how my legs are and they don't move. But they're so small you can't see it. So to most people, right, I, I do look like an, an amputee. So when I do my comedy, I do all my jokes based like I have no legs because that's what you can see. If a friend of mine like Charlie or someone who knows me comes and, and hears my stuff <laughs> after the show, they come up to me. Hey, you liar. You've got yeah. you got legs. I said, hey, shh. what happens yeah. at the comedy club stays at the comedy club. <laughs> You know, and I think a lot of times, you know, when people see somebody that has a disability or whatever, I don't know what goes through their heads. Uh, a lot of times when you look, especially at kids, when they're looking at you uh, and you're you're thinking, is their mom and dad are going to explain what's going on? Uh, <laughs> right. Are they just going to wonder? Uh, and the things about kids are they're, you know, they're interested. And they want to know why. Right. So they'll come up and, you know, my granddaughter is a, a great uh, ask her of questions, you know, and she'll say, why are you in a wheelchair and why are you this or that? I look at it as another challenge. You know, I, I was going to tell you about a, a television show I've been watching, a series, and there's a guy with a disability on it. And you guys absolutely have to watch this show. It is dark comedy. I'm talking dark. It's called Louder Milk. Yep. And it is on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's... No. It, Sam Loudermilk is uh, an author who uh, got drunk and he basically uh, in the accident caused his girlfriend slash you know, wife to basically lose a leg in the accident. So he started drinking and eventually he lost pretty much everything. And then he uh, got sober. And now as a living, he's a sobriety coach. Everybody uh, gathers around and they share their experience, strength, and hope on yeah. how to stay sober or what your triggers are that make you drink and stuff like that. And so imagine the setup and the fact that there are 15 very dysfunctional guys and women sitting in a circle telling their stories, and it leads to endless comedy. Uh, for example, Brian Regan, one of my absolute favorite comics in the world, uh, plays the part of Muggsy on this show, and he's hilarious. Uh, there is one guy with a disability and, you know, it, it's kind of like your leg situation. This guy was born with arms and hands that are about maybe a foot out of his shoulders. They have fun with it. They've got him playing ping pong. He's a rock, <laughs> he's a drummer in a rock and roll band. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, you know, obviously they're poking fun at it. You got to check it out. It's called Louder Milk. On Amazon Prime. Are you guys watching anything fun or uh, anything going on on TV for you guys now that you're locked up with COVID and all that? <laughs> I, we're at season finale season right now. So, you know, you, you're catching up on the shows that are going away. Guilty pleasure. Uh, Mom, another story about alcoholics. 
that oh, just yeah. ended its ended its run last week. Kind of disappointed to see that go, but I would enjoy it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's really sad when you know you're getting to the end of a series and you're mm-hmm. thinking, now what am I gonna watch? Well, and we're now seeing finally, you know, another season of Ozark coming out soon. Yeah. Another season of Loudermill coming out soon. The last season of Shameless just uh, put together on Showtime. I'm waiting for Netflix. I, I am so tired of signing up for one month trial subscriptions so that I can get the shows that I want. Right? <laughs> no, it drives me batty also. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it just gets kind of old. I, I like watching on um, Saturday nights. I, I DVR a lot of these uh, British drama shows on, on TPT two. And then with dish, we, I have dish tonight. Now I have to catch up. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch big sky last night. So I'll watch big sky tonight. Yeah. The season finale is coming up on that one. Yeah. That's really good. If you haven't seen big sky, it's about pretty much a serial killer that abducts young women for sex slaves. They come up with some stuff on this show that are, is very dark. I can't believe it's on network TV, especially on ABC. What's interesting is that, because now this is the second season that's wrapping up. Like you say, they tracked that serial killer in both seasons. And now on the second season, they've also introduced another, some family culprit ranch in there. You know, so they, they kind of got like two stories there they're doing in, in in one season with with the trucker dude trying to track him down and then also this family out there that caused a lot of mischief and and, and and trouble in that so now he's got a girlfriend that looks like she could be a serial killer too and i think what's going to come to pass is we're going to find out she becomes a serial killer after uh, the uh, husband she's married to didn't wipe off the a1 sauce bottle right <laughs> isn't that right that's perfect. That would be the way it goes. Uh, you know, I got a friend that's been dealing with some pretty heavy stuff in another state. This guy has a big dog. I mean, I like I don't remember, I don't know what breed it is, but it's a big dog. It's very friendly. Uh, this dog has never misbehaved. The dog broke off of its tether and went and attacked one of their neighbors. Yep. And I mean, got a hold of one leg pretty bad, and the bite was pretty deep. Now you're thinking. Well, what's going to happen? I mean, are they going to demand that the dog be put down? I had I had something similar happen with a, a stupid rat terrier dog I used to have. Well, you know, every once in a while, when you're a child, you want to get right in a dog's face. Yeah. yeah. And what happened was this dog took uh, a nip right out of this four-year-old's lip and almost tore his lip off. Oh, Ooh, gosh. Right? And I had to pay for plastic surgery for that. I mean, I know homeowners insurance can kind of cover that. Have you guys ever been bitten by a dog or? I've been fortunate enough not to be. I mean, although I get along with most dogs. I had a dog like pee on my wheel once. (laughs) (laughs) At least once that you know of. You talked a little bit ago about kids being curious about people in wheelchairs. Yes. And I'm too big a smart ass sometimes. (laughs) I was in a... uh, a major department store that, you know, represented by a bullseye where this little kid comes up to me and says, what happened to your legs? Well, I look down and I go, my God, they're gone. (laughs) That kid ran screaming for his mother. This is now 40 years ago. And I think he's probably still in therapy. I think the thing that freaked me out most as a kid, I was raised in a small town in Nebraska 
and we had two funeral homes. There was the Holacek funeral home for the uh, Lutherans, and there was the Gehrig funeral home for the Catholics, right? <laughs> and no in between. Uh, but one of the kids in my class, his name was Mike Gehrig. He asked me, he said, you want to see my grandfather's shop? And I go, really? I can go there? And they go, yeah. So anyway, I went to the mortuary and we went down into the room where they keep the bodies and we're, you know, just, I'm freaked out anyway. All of a sudden, one of them sat up. It freaked me out. I started running and I'm still running today. Charlie and I have considered if we could just buy one coffin and split it up for each of us. And we really don't, we don't need two coffins. Slice it down the middle. Then you have to bring back that magician that screwed up the box. We were talking about donating, donating organs uh, to science or to somebody well, after you pass away. Well, there's some people that don't have the same organs everybody has. For instance, a guy goes to the doctor. <laughs> and he says, Hey, I've been talking this way all my life. I want to talk like a regular person. The doctor said, I have your file here, and having examined you, the only difference between you and other people is that you have been more sexually endowed than most people in uh, the sense that in, uh, in some place where you should have two, you have four. Uh, in other words, you can get a free pass to first base, is what the doctor said. So now, the guy... And the guy says, Well, I really want to talk regular. The doctor says, We can perform an operation and reduce you to normalcy, and perhaps that will affect your voice. So the guy says, Okay. So after the operation, a few weeks pass, and the... The patient comes back, he says, Doc, I'm talking normally, but uh, things are not exactly the way they were, and I prefer to have things put back the way they were. And the doctor said, That's impossible, those are <laughs> On last week's podcast, I brought up the fact that my next-door neighbor was mowing his lawn after a lot of beer at 11.30 p.m. Oh, geez, okay. really? And he doesn't know this, but I videotaped him. And I was going to actually feature the audio on the podcast, but my wife doesn't want to risk our friendship because we love these people. And so there's that. The next door neighbor was at a fire pit the other night. They had a lot of beer going. They didn't want people going all the way inside the house, I guess, to use the (laughs) bathroom. So they would go on the side of my yard and use it as the restroom facilities. Not knowing that I have a security camera up there. And I watched about 45 people take a leak on my security camera. I'd get a notification. I'm like going, not another one. With all that videotape, sounds like you're going to get your um, driveway and sidewalk shoveled for the next year or so, if you ask me. (laughs) That's exactly right. And see, for me, I actually got robbed a couple of years ago. I was in the hospital at the time. And some bonehead, after I posted on Facebook, thanks for all your messages. I'll be home soon. Like two hours later, I got robbed. They took all my cigars. They took credit cards. They took a picture of my nephew. How creepy is that? And then the the cops uh, got fingerprints. They got DNA. But what they uh, couldn't do is put it all together and come up with an arrest. And after a certain amount of time, the BCA, the uh, Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, 
decided that it was not worth, um, you know, using all the resources for uh, because of the fact that no one was injured or there was a yeah. certain dollar amount that had to be hit. So now I have cameras everywhere. I have landmines. I have a moat. <laughs> Got and it. Don't forget the barbed wire. And the barbed wire. And I'll tell you what, it, it, it felt very violating to have something like that happen. Yeah, you know, I have no idea you know, why the person decided to do that. And then they wrote some creepy things in my garage on the wall about me. And I thought that was very, oh, very really? well. That was pretty creepy. Do you guys have anything you want to hit? We could touch base on a little bit being we, we have three disabled individuals is to tell everybody to stay out of those handicapped parking spots. Those stripes, those white stripes, they're not meant for the grocery carts to be in or your car halfway into it. Stay out of those access aisles. I just, it, just, it cracks me up sometimes when I'll see a car parked in the access aisle in between two handicap spots. And it's like, seriously, this handicap parking stuff has been around for a while. So if you see two vehicles in handicap parking and there's some space in between, it's not for your car. It drives me crazy when someone, well, someone will pull into one and they might have their grandmother or whatever, but she stays in the car and the able-bodied person jumps out and runs runs into the store. Not what it's meant for. If your grandmother or the disabled person is getting out, then use the handicap part. Because my kids would always get mad at me because I would take them to the store and wait in the van. And they were mad because I wouldn't use the handicap parking. Yeah. I said, no, you guys are the ones getting out. Well, you know, it's been my pleasure having uh, P. Jug and Hobbs on again for episode seven of Moon, P. Jug and Hobbs. Uh, next week, uh, we're supposed to have a guest. It's a mystery guest. Uh, so here is who we had last week, a drag nun. This week, guys with no legs. I have no idea where we're heading next week. Good looking guys. Good looking guys with no legs. Let's talk one more time about your podcast and a, a stuff you can see on YouTube, on your YouTube channel. It's Disability Channel Minnesota, right? Check us out on YouTube, Disability Channel Minnesota. And our uh, flagship show is called Disability Landscape. And it can be seen out on MCN 6 on Tuesday evenings at 6 o'clock. It's time to end the podcast. It's time to shut off the mics. It's time to end the podcast and get a thousand likes. You need to share this podcast with friends in cars or bikes. It's time to end the podcast and get a thousand likes. Why do you always listen? I guess we'll never know. A fat guy in a wheelchair. What the f*** does he know? It's time to end the podcast. It's time to get some likes. Go to your computer, type it in, and you're going to win. We are out of lyrics in Boopy Jug and Hobbs.